what a interesting week of football we had here. Um, I mean, let's just say it did not start off well. Oh man. Um, Thursday, Thursday night football. I don't want to go. I don't want to go too in depth about breaking down Thursday night football. Yeah. Um, all I can say is you had uh, the only positives that came out of that were two defenses played well. Um, outside of that, that was maybe one of the least entertaining games of football I'd ever watched. Yeah. Um, Do we even watch any Thursday night games? I mean, I'm just I'm just gonna go straight out and say it. I think the Thursday night football this week is gonna be worse. I think so too. Like. We went from all right. So on on paper, right? Colts Broncos. You know, with Jonathan, if Jonathan Taylor's healthy, Russell Wilson playing well. You know, like these are two teams that like you would think might be competing for playoff spots. You know, gonna put mm-hmm. up a few touchdowns, maybe a little back and forth, maybe a close game that does go to overtime, but not a twelve nine game. That's just not uh, not even a touchdown. That ain't the play. So, dude, um, shout out shout out to the kickers that week though. You know, they they threw up I mean, some points for fantasy hey, I football. Guess if it, I guess if you show up to to kick only field goals to score your points, you shouldn't expect to win the football game. But uh, yeah. I'm honestly surprised the Broncos were so aggressive in trying to get a touchdown there at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, I personally would have just tried to drive as much clock down, kick that kick that fourth field goal. Um, don't turn the ball over in that situation. Kick that fourth field goal. Take that 12-6 lead, and then really yeah. just. And then we we jump. I I want to talk about this game here. This is. My boys, the G-Men. Yeah, Giants-Packers was, uh, I mean, across the pond, right, this weekend? Yes. Across the pond over there in London, so. Yeah, and I see, I mean, obviously, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley getting it done in the air and on the ground. But one thing I took away from this game is is that Aaron Rodgers is getting settled in in his offense. I don't see this happening again by the Giants. I could say that, that you know. Um, You're saying if the Giants play the Packers again, you have the Packers winning that game? Yeah, 100%. I just see... I mean, I don't know. Like, I saw Aaron Rodgers play last week against the Patriots, or two weeks ago against the Patriots, and, like, it just doesn't seem like his usual self. Obviously, he's got new receivers he's trying to learn and work with. Um, this week, I think you saw him go a little more to Randall Cobb than he has in the past. Um, yeah. But I think he's in that point where he doesn't really trust all his receivers. Um, sure. And I think the Giants did what the Patriots were unable to do last week, which was capitalize on the air and his inability to score points early, mm-hmm. and then kind of like take that lead and and put the pressure there. I think the Patriots were a lot more conservative in their play calling, obviously being that they had a backup and then a third string quarterback at the time against the Packers, and where it was almost like were they daunted by that task. Yeah. And I think the Giants came out there. I think what Brian Dable is doing with the Giants is phenomenal. He's he's not backing down. He's really aggressive. Uh, he plays a very aggressive style of football, um, both offensively and defensively. I think it's been it's good for the Giants. It's good for the city of New York to uh, yeah. have a competitive team, and they're not the only one over there. Yeah, and we're just going to lightly skim over this one here. Um, we picked this. We knew this was going to happen. Uh, Steelers, they're gunning for a first-round pick uh, right there with the Lions this year, it looks like. Um, just, I mean, it's embarrassing for the Steelers. So, I mean, I was talking a little bit with some Steelers fans uh, Sunday morning while I was uh, live on stream, and uh, they had some confidence. They're like, ah, Kenny Pickett's going to turn help mm. us turn the corner. I was like, 
I, no. I don't think you're going to beat the Bills. I know the Bills are a little beat up defensively. Um, yeah, they could have put offensively, that team is still team. there. Um, obviously, Gabriel Davis had an absolute career day. Uh, what was it like? He at some point he had like two receptions for like a hundred and like thirty yards or something because he had that ninety-eight yeah. yard touchdown catch. Um, Josh Allen is just proving week in and week out why he's one of the most dominant quarterbacks in this league right. and like probably the quietest dominance we've seen in a long time. Like for some reason, it's it's not Patrick Mahomes. It's not super flashy. Um, it's just good it's kind of just that like super consistent. It almost gives me like that shades of like younger Aaron Rodgers, right? You know, kind mm-hmm. of consistently putting up these big numbers, getting the job done, winning these games, not doing anything crazy flashy, not like not breaking the highlight reels, but just doing it every single week, yeah. consistently playing good, solid football, good fundamentals. So, you know, we'll hey, the Bills are a wagon, and um, you know, yeah, it's it's they're a tough team to beat. Um, I would love to see Josh Allen continue to rise as much as i'm a patriots fan i, I love josh allen i think he's a really great quarterback yeah. so we'll see what, what what happens i should have taken that trade uh from for gabe davis before uh this weekend I yeah, saw somebody it. put up somebody put up gabe davis like uh this past week and Man, no, one, no, one, no one wanted to touch him that was the hottest hottest topic in fantasy football uh, so this game here this is a great game um these teams really fought hard they gave up in the fourth. i mean they didn't give up in the fourth you saw defenses come alive more, um, and the offenses get tired. But um, you know, we see Jacoby Brissett. He not throwing any interceptions, uh, not too many at least this year. He's looking pretty good. He's got a um, one of the top ten completion ratings and QB ratings so far. But he hasn't played as many games, I believe, right? Um, he, I mean, he's played a pretty solid amount of games. I mean, I think what this game came down to was, uh, just like a choice for, uh, towards the end of the game. It, it became somewhat of this, like, who's going to choke the game away. Um, early on, I think it looked, it was, looked pretty strong in the Browns favors, what they went up, uh, 14, three, I think. Um, but then as the Chargers started to kind of come back and obviously the, the controversial, like going forward on fourth down, um, and not not converting mm-hmm. um, on the pass to Mike Williams on fourth and one, leading right into the Browns driving down the field, getting in in position to take take a field goal, fifty four yarder that just went wide right. Um, it uh it definitely scratched a few heads, and I know Brandon Staley's kind of known for his unorthodox style of going for it on fourth down and being a little more aggressive. Um, yeah. It's 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 definitely turning some heads. I think I saw on Twitter Keenan Allen was a little little shocked at what's going on in for his yeah. San or San Diego Chargers or yeah. LA Chargers. Oh, oh boy. I'm old. Yeah. And when I go into this uh um this next game here of the Vikings, I see them like um I feel like this was a struggle for them in the second half. Very confusing why uh we didn't put more points on the board. Maybe they put second string in. I didn't watch it fully, but um, they definitely dominated the first half and then just kind of weaned off at the end. I mean, if you're facing the Bears, I, I put um, – I know you're going to have some, some words about the Bears, but I don't know why we're not putting more points up on the, uh, against the Bears if you got Dalvin Cook, Jefferson – and cousins, like, who was actually doing well. 
Yeah, no, I mean, this game This game came down to, again, was one of those games that came down towards the end. Um, I think the Vikings are the stronger team. They definitely should have won this football game. Um, I'll say it again. I'll say it every week. Justin Fields, not a great NFL quarterback. Not even a quarterback. Um, would be better yeah. served as some sort of running back. Not even a football player. Um, didn't didn't really have a terrible week, Justin Fields. Um, but was wasn't able to really compete with the level of offense that the Vikings have. Um, the Bears are putting up points somewhat consistently, um, but I just don't think it's enough for them to really be beating any good teams. Uh, Vikings are four and one right now, which it's hard to really judge their identity. I know they had week one win against the Packers, which I would say is probably their strongest win to date. So we'll see if the the Vikings continue continue on. I know they have a an interesting task this week against the Dolphins. Depends who's back. If Tua's back for the Dolphins, kind of what their quarterback situation is, because they got all sorts of trouble. Um, but then the rest of their schedule is starting to shape out. They got Cardinals, Commanders, and Bills. So the next like four weeks will really help define this Vikings team. If they can go three and one in that stretch, even four and zero, oh, like then we're really starting to talk about a strong football team. Yeah. yeah. You know, I know you. I'm gonna let you talk most about this, but I, I'm just gonna say that Stevenson is really starting to get moving in this Patriots offense, and I think it's a little scary. If I'm if I'm going against another team, how do you stop that guy? You know what I mean? Like in the air, on the ground, you you just don't know what's gonna happen. And then you got you got old Zappy, you know Zeppy, um, throwing some touchdowns. Like, I did not expect him to do as well as he did. I, I, is he him? He could be. Zappy, Zappy fever has caught New England by storm. Um, <laughs> don't worry, be Zappy. We got all these sayings. Don't going worry, in New be Zappy. Um, coming into this game, I knew. I like. I I said the Patriots were going to win last week. I had no idea the Patriots were going to shut out the Lions. Um, Lions coming into this week as the number one ranked offense. Um, but as I as I told my friend maybe an hour before kickoff when I was talking to him on the phone, I said, uh, just remember, Bill, Bill Belichick's Jared Goff's father. Um, yeah. And he showed once again, he really just puts this pressure on Goff, um, uses good coverages, good disguises to really kind of delay him. Um, and the Patriots pass rush was all over Jared Goff this week. Um, I think he was, I mean, I know he was sacked twice, but he was under pressure all game. Um, and it was it was really fun to watch coming from a Patriots standpoint. Uh, Bailey Zappi, like the, the poise that he possesses in the pocket, um, is so remarkable for such a young guy. Right. Um, obviously, we have Mac Jones, who's also young and has a lot of promise. But I'm just saying, like Bailey Zappi is has easily solidified himself as the backup in New England. For sure. Um, serviceable. We'll it'll be interesting. I think if. I don't know who wants Mac Jones to come back sooner, Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi, because if Mac Jones is somehow coming back next week, Bailey Zappi's locked himself up a great deal as a backup quarterback for mm-hmm. quite a while. And if, if Mac Jones is out for a little longer and Zappi continues to go on the rise, I think Mac Jones yeah. might be looking at potentially backing up Zappi. And then we uh, and then mean, to talk about Ramondre Stevenson, I mean oh that guy God. is an absolute workhorse. We knew that's what he was as a back. They always kind of split it with him and Damian Harris. Um, but obviously Harris got hurt early, but like, it's clear that Ramondre Stevenson can handle a 25, 30 carry workload, um, and still put up significant numbers. Um, obviously he has that, he has that like breakaway speed as well as like that power running. He kind of gives me like 
Legarrette Blunt vibes, uh, where he just like oh, yeah. runs into the mass of yeah. people and somehow comes out of it. Um, his catching out of the backfield will probably definitely have to use some work. Um, they don't usually target him out of the backfield too much. I think you'd like to have someone there as like that third down back. Uh, but this was a really well-rounded game for the Patriots, both offensively and defensively. I think the lines went like over six on f- fourth down, which is remarkable um, that they even continued to do that. But hey, Patriots defense stood tall. A lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Great, great home win for the Patriots. Two a- and three. On their it was way a back. Good game, and and I've said this in the first couple of weeks. You get Hunter Henry involved in this offense, whether it be you know the four catches he had out of five targets, you're gonna have a those wide receivers gets. I mean those those safeties drop into coverage. You're gonna have to put some linebackers on Henry. You're gonna have to figure out what to do with that guy because he's gonna catch the ball. You throw it at yeah. Hunter Henry, he's gonna catch it ninety percent of the time. Yeah, and um, having Jacoby Myers back is also a really big, big piece for them. So. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so this, this game here, uh, another big conversations, a lot of numbers put up on the Saints versus Seahawks. I really just see this as, um, not, just not a great defensive game, uh, for points allowed. And yeah, the Seahawks played the Lions last week and had a similar game, right? Yeah. Really high scoring. I think they ended up on the losing end of, or the winning end of that one. Yeah. Um, it's just like who gets the final touchdown. It's not really like who is the better team. It's just, I mean, it, it will, we can look at some stats here in a minute. I'll sh- like the Seahawks are having like some of the most points for, but also some of the most yards against, you know, like yeah. it's, Gino is doing a great job, and he's he's going to be up there in conversation. He keeps throwing these three touchdown games. I'm going to look at his rushing yards too, but he th- keeps throwing these like near perfect games with like 75% completion rating. It's going to be pretty insane um, uh, for longevity for him. But if his defense can't stop a friggin' play, then it's they're not going anywhere. They're not. Yeah, it's an interesting thought to me because I think the Seahawks coming into this year, there's a lot of uncertainty behind who they were as a team, um, having just from having Geno Smith at quarterback, but also just like being a team without Russell Wilson for the first time in what, like seven or eight years? Yeah. Um, I kind of pose this question to you, like, is the Seahawks' strength supposed to be their offense? Because um, I think coming in this year, I had this idea and like this hope that their Seahawks defense would kind of rebound to what it was maybe 10 years ago. Um, they start to show glimmers of like building on the defensive side, but that seems to be non-existent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same I thought I had for the New Orleans defense. Uh, I said it last week that if they don't start playing some defense, they're going to start having to look at potentially next year. I mean, they're two and three right now, but giving up 32 points to the Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith um, should not bode super well for your defense. Right. And I don't even want to talk about Tyson Hill. I'm very buttered. <laughs> Extremely butthurt. The man threw a this touchdown. Is, this is the this is the one Taysom Hill game a year where he goes off, scores whatever, yeah. three touchdowns, it's throws because, for another. Yeah. What happens is with with Taysom Hill, once he gets an inch and in, into that that defense, he's taking a lot. He's taking everything from that defense. Once you let him take one touchdown, he's getting another one. It, it's like almost guaranteed, because he. He's in. He's in. He's in your head. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it. It becomes really difficult for teams to plan for that, right? If you have Taysom Hill out there, you have Andy Dalton out there. Even if 
Jameis Winston's out there. It's, you have to account for a guy who can like serviceably throw the football, but also is a very good running threat. Um, can even res- like catch the football. So there's a lot he can do. He's super versatile. I know he's very valuable to that Saints offense. So hey, maybe maybe he has another big week if you want to start him in fantasy and take that risk. But you know, Go this on, could sir. be the game he has once a year where he goes off and the rest of his games are. I'm going to start him. We'll, we'll talk about. Effort. We'll talk. We'll talk about why I'm starting him later. But that sounds good. Um, I think I want to. I mean, this game here. Um, I just the heart of the team is not there. Um, I don't necessarily think that Tua is a great quarterback. I mean, I think he is a great quarterback. He's not the best, but he's definitely the heart of that team. Um, he definitely puts those points on the board, and I don't see the Jets winning this game if Tua is there. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. I think it, what was like the first pass play of the game, um, Jacoby, or what was his name, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt, um, something with his elbow. And I think he also yeah. got a concussion. Um, so then I, I forget even who was who ended up being a quarterback for the. Um, Dolphins, but yeah, offensively the Dolphins just couldn't really get much going. I know they tried to use Mostert on the ground to really try to open up the passing, but I just think it it became a, there's a disconnect between the the third string quarterback and the receivers. Um, Tyreek Hill um, wasn't really able to get that open. Yeah, I would say like Sauce Gardner Johnson on uh, I think I mean, that's his name, the cornerback for the Jets. He's been playing phenomenally, and he's just shut down again. Another week of just shut down. Defense. Let's look at this here. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Tyreek Hill did get an injury. Um, and he's listed yeah, I mean, it's just they were able to just contain both Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. they tried to start passing it to Tyreek Hill a little shorter, get him in space, but just it's not it's not a useful. Yeah. If you can't get those guys actually into space, like I don't even know who Skylar Thompson is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and and so we look at this like, you look at this as like the the defense. You would think the defense didn't do that great in Miami, but they actually did really well. Um, two sacks for twenty three yards, like that's a lot of yardage, but they did really well. But they just didn't have a break. The offensive the offense did not give them that break that they needed. Um, so they're just constantly getting smashed, um, trying to do the best they could. Yeah, I mean the the Jets really like exposed that right. that underbelly of the Miami up, defense. Josh? You know, running that ball in in those short yardage situations, um, really yeah. taking advantage of that. Uh, Zach Wilson was was serviceable. Um, second week back now, uh, he's starting to look good. He's looking a lot better than he did last year. Um, less forcing of the pass, u- utilizing those running backs out of the backfield. Um, Brees Hall had an absolutely massive game. They left um, him open. That's I mean you. You, they have too many people that you can't leave open on the Jets because they are fast. Those wide receivers are fast. Yeah, they've got a really a really young, quick team. Um, hey, you know that's two that's two teams in New York with winning records. The last time I couldn't tell you the last time there was two teams in New York on the football side that both had winning records. That play so. in the same stadium. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> it's, neither, maybe it's the not, stadium. It's not, and it's, it's not even energy. in New York. So let's you know. They like walked but, it in. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's in the water over there at yeah. Rutherford Field? Yeah. Um, so Tom Brady looking like an absolute machine. Um, 
really though what what I noticed I mean, this was like in this game is like he is very precise with his throws. I don't think you see those bigger games like he used to have unless he has to. I think he makes those really precise um patient throws nowadays. Um and it plays out, you know, like uh I'm not really sure what happened in the fourth quarter. I wasn't watching that part, but I did watch and look at the highlights for the first three. I just he's very he's the GOAT for a reason. Mark Mayota, absolute dog water. Um hate the Falcons. There's a lot of teams that need to rebuild this uh offseason. A lot of teams. Yeah, that uh this game was interesting again. It's it's interesting. The Bucks seem to have still a very good potent offense, but they just don't seem to be getting it going all that well. Mm-hmm. Um Leonard Fournette again had another really big game. Uh, I think he had two touchdowns, one on the air, one on the ground. Um and yeah, I mean it just seems like Brady's having these games where he's putting up decent numbers on a personal level. Game team the team is winning most of the games. Mm-hmm. But they're all relatively close. Like I would have expected the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a healthy Bucks team going full throttle to win this game by 15 20 points rather than a 6 point game. Yeah. Um, I think their defense is doing them a lot of favors keeping them in these games. Um they're able to really they take advantage of inexperienced quarterbacks. Um and I know they had Marcus Mariota running all over the place. Um why don't we see um Kyle Rudolph getting more involved in this offense? I mean, he is in my opinion one of the better hands in the tight uh, there's a tight end in this league. I I don't understand. Yeah, I mean Kyle Rudolph is a little older now. Um I think he's into his his early 30s. Um I'm not exactly sure what his role is here in Tampa. Um cuz I know they have Kate or- Otten that's also getting some looks, Cameron mm-hmm. Brait. Um Brait's probably their primary guy, but I think he's a little hurt right now if I'm not mistaken. Um so I don't know. It looks like he it looks like Kyle Rudolph's only been with the team for two weeks. Um, so he's probably slowly just getting himself into the offense. Um, but I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. Tight end's uh, a position that can often uh, run away from you pretty quickly. Uh, this game, to Titans and Commanders, um, not really great uh, content. I, get that. I don't know. These teams aren't really on my map. I do enjoy seeing Derrick Henry run the ball, but he wins yeah. those he wins those games for them. Uh, I've said this in the past: the Titans don't go far without a quarterback. You can't just you can't just run the football. Like if you go back to the Browns, Jacoby is. I say if um, Deshaun Watson starts crapping the bed when he comes back, you put Jacoby right back in because. You, I don't the, know if you're paying a guy 200, 200 plus million yeah. dollars guaranteed to take him out if he starts struggling. I don't know, but I think you're 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 kind of a ride or die with him for a little bit. I guess so, but like I mean, it's just like this team here, like the Titans are doing. They they've run the ball obviously really good. It's not just they run the ball; it's Derrick Henry runs the ball, mm-hmm. and then, but they're not gonna win like upper echelon games without a passing game. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry, like, this is week number two in a row where he shows that he can be a serviceable 
dialing back. That back that can kind of carry the offensive load. Ryan Tannehill's looking a little better. Again, not turning the ball over, but he's taking a lot of pressure. Um, when Even Derrick Henry, if he's running the ball 28 times, he should be getting 150-plus yards. Only averaging 3.6 yards per carry is is just not going to get it done. Uh, not in those bigger games. You can beat the Washington Commanders like this, sure. But the Washington Commanders are in their own little bit of a uh, mess with Riverboat Ron over there, so... <laughs> And uh, they got Carson Wentz, but he didn't have a bad game. Um, it definitely looked better, yeah. No, I mean, Wentz is... But Wentz is that guy that's going to be like 50-50, yeah. right? Like, either he's going to have a decent week, not going to really lose you the game, or he's going to have a terrible week. Um, and obviously, like, Damai Brown uh, had a big game, those uh -huh. two long receptions, but that kind of kept the commanders in this. They couldn't get anything going offensively outside of that. Yeah, they could move the ball down the field, but they weren't really able to get points. Their running back core was unable to move the ball against this Titans front seven. No Brian Robinson's back, which is great. Love to see that. That's a great story. You you know that story, right? Yeah. Wait. This guy, that? Brian Robinson, gets shot in the leg like two oh, months yeah, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. Dude, now he's out here playing NFL seen, football. Like, have you seen that? Uh, out there. I mean, did you see his walk-in intro? Yeah, that many, many men, men. That was sick, yeah. I was like, I mean, that see, like, but like, that's like a a, a cool feel good story. Awesome, like at home against the against the Titans, like, buy yourselves up, and then you put up seventeen points, and you can't really get anything going. Yeah. I mean, it was a close game all the way throughout. It was never like one team really run ran away with it. But, but can you not get that extra thing? And I mean, Robinson nine carries, twenty two yards, led the receive, led the backs and touches. Right. Um, I was hoping to see Antonio Gibson get a little more of a look, but. No. And um, you know, I just don't. They, the Washington doesn't win too many more games, so that's probably the closest they're going to get to a W. Um, no, I mean they, they. Let's take a look at their schedule real quick before we move on here. Um, they got the. I got you. Hold <laughs> well, we'll talk about this. They got the Bears next this upcoming Thursday, this which Thursday, I don't even want to watch that game. That's I mean, can kick hey, the ball any, the honestly, best. honestly, that might be a tie. Genuinely, yeah. those teams both stink. Um, then they got the Packers. Colts is a winnable game. Vikings, Eagles, Texans is winnable. So they got a couple games they can win, uh, but they do have a tough schedule. They play the Giants in back-to-back -back weeks. Um, which is, well, I guess they have a buy in between, but that's dude, not they're going to get bent over right there, for so. two weeks straight. That's what's going to happen there. Yeah, so they've got maybe two to three winnable games, uh, but that's being if they actually play. Yeah, yeah it's their capabilities. They 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 lose this game. They lose these two. Um, they lose against the 49ers. They lose against the Browns. They lose against the Cowboys. Yeah, so, I think so. I mean, I think the games on their schedule that are winnable are potentially like these Texans, two. Texans, Colts, Bears. Right, those are the three games I see that they could potentially play it. Uh, but I, right now, I give the edge to the Colts over them. Even as bad as the Colts looked against the Broncos, yeah. I think the Colts have a, a very stout, a sound defense. So I give them that edge there. I think they can definitely control uh, Carson Wentz to that degree. Yeah. So. Dude, side note here. I absolutely love these uniforms. Oh, the, uh, the what, the black helm with, like, the black, yeah. Yeah. I think the Commanders, the I mean, their uniform. color scheme is pretty cool, yeah. The fake Steelers uniform. But, um, the fake Steelers. <laughs> the Steelers want to be. Actually, you don't want to be the Steelers right now. No, they're actually better than the Steelers. Uh, we can skip over this game. 
was it a football game? Not really. Texans Jaguars. Hey, I mean, you know, I would have thought Trevor Lawrence. He started off the year well. I was was hoping to see him like actually improve. Mm -hmm. Um, it looks like he's taking a little bit of a step back here. Um, I don't know who they have next week. Let me just take a gander at their schedule moving forward because the Jags were interesting. They started off relatively strong. Uh, oh, they were two and the one, Colts I believe, but here. they lost to the Commanders in Week One, which is always interesting. They have the Colts here coming up. Um, now they do play the Colts really well. Um, they do. They beat the. They shut yeah. the Colts out in Week Two, so they play the Colts strong. This is at the Colts. Honestly, though. Um, we're looking at not a hard schedule for them if they could just. I mean, they could beat the Colts. They beat the not, Colts. Not the Giants. Giants could be a tough game. They beat uh, the Broncos. Broncos. Who knows what the Broncos are? Two losses here. I think the Broncos game is over in. Um, that's another London game right there. Yeah. Um, the Raiders hard to really tell what they are. Chiefs, that's a loss. loss. They'll probably lose the Ravens. And then maybe a win. They've got a couple games on their schedule. I mean, again, it really depends what Trevor Lawrence ends up being as a quarterback. Yeah. If they clean up the rack, they probably could maybe get a wild card. Probably not, but not moving into a 2-3 spot over the Texans. Um, well, the Texans, I think, are one good. of those teams that are going to be a bottom-of-the-barrel bottom yeah. team. So um, here, we, here we go here, though. Uh, got your boy, JVG. Taking people the distance, like always. I don't care if he says he's a backup quarterback. I think he is a starter. No, I think Jimmy G is definitely capable yeah. of being a starter. This I think league. he has to. I think okay. I think Jimmy has to be benched for the first game because it fires him up. You know what I mean? Once you put him in the next game, he's he's ready to go. Because for some reason, when he's he's the starter, he doesn't do well. Like when he starts the season. You know what I mean? That's fair. I mean, the the thing about Jimmy G is he's one of those guys that I think is a true backup, right? Like there's mm -hmm. there's backup quarterbacks in this league that are guys that are simply there just to back up a quarterback if they get hurt, maybe fill in for a week. Jimmy G is that guy that if your guy goes down, you're not really missing a beat offensively. Mm. Um and I think I honestly think the San Francisco 49ers perform better when Jimmy G is on the field. 100%. Uh, much more than Trey Lance. I really don't think Trey Lance is the the, the big – I don't know what they see in him. Um, well, maybe mean, he's nice in practice, but I just haven't seen it. Um, I know he was okay in college. He was decent in college. But I think just Jimmy G brings a lot more confidence to that yeah. offense. Uh, it allows the running game to get going. Um, he's He distributes the ball well. He uses his receivers. He's not like – he's able to work through his progressions, which is massive. Um, Trey and is in a in a year where we've seen a lot of quarterbacks get injured, um, especially with the the new rise in concussion awareness, I think I think Jimmy G is a guy you want there. He he knows how to protect himself. He knows mm -hmm. not to take those hits. Again, he's huge. It's part of it's part of his spending all those years working under Tom Brady, right? Like yeah. Brady doesn't take these big hits. The now Brady club. gets the some special treatment from the refs this week. I saw that was a big, oh big controversy. We can talk about passing the rusher penalties oh later on in the show, yeah. but I think if yeah, a, I mean Jimmy G knows above, how to protect himself. So yeah, I think there's a forty and above rule. If you're forty and above, you get a different set of roughing the passer rules. Yeah, it's probably because of like the arthritis and the joints and whatnot. Yeah. So Jimmy G is actually part of the the Hanson Club. Uh, that's where he came from in New England. Uh, you had to be. And during that time span, you had to, you know, be on the scale of handsomeness. And he was definitely, you know. 
Well, Jimmy G's definitely a... Yeah, he's a, he's a good eye candy. Baker Mayfield. Um, sorry, bud. The time's done. Well, Baker, Baker got hurt in this week's... Uh, towards the end of the oh, yeah. game this week. He's probably so glad he uh, got hurt. I don't know if he's glad. It's a high ankle sprain, so they say he's going to be out a couple weeks. So P.J. Walker should be starting this week. I think to note about the Panthers, right? Obviously, Matt Rule just got let go. Um, at 1-4, even with Christian McCaffrey, I don't really expect the Panthers to be making too much of a push or much mm-hmm. noise going on moving forward. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's a big win here. Uh this Sunday from the Cowboys. I did not see this coming. I think we both didn't see this coming. Um I gotta I mean I gotta stop putting faith in the Rams, first of all. Like I put every yes. single week on oh, Rams are gonna win, they lose. Rams are gonna win, they lose. Rams are they gonna yeah. win a game. Uh Matthew Stafford looks terrible. He's not capping um, on him. It's less than fifty percent. I a little over He's 50%. turning the ball over. Yeah. Hey, you know, shouts out Cooper Rush. That's like uh that's one of those guys he's turning into um one of those mm-hmm. guys that's like, hey, offensively, I'm not going to wow you, but offensively, I'm going to take care of the football. Right. I'm going to get it to the backs. I'm going to get it to the receivers and let them make the plays. Yes. Um, great, great backup quarterback. Knows the offense well. Mm-hmm. Um, when Dak comes back, he's going to take the reins back. Yeah, he, and I think this Dallas team yeah. will still will still succeed. I think um, if you're if you're another team, um, if you're if you're the Bears and you don't have a starting quarterback, you have somebody, some random guy starting as a quarterback, you can grab like a, a Cooper Rush in the offseason, probably make a good deal for him, you know? And I would. I would do something. Yeah, I mean, if Cooper I was Rush is interesting. He's a guy that I think would work really well in a system with a a strong pocket passer. Um, mm-hmm. I think Matthew Stafford is a pocket passer, but I just don't think he's that strong guy. Um, I think Cooper yeah. Cup could do really well in a, a system. Also, like, he could do well in a Kansas City. Just he needs a really solid quarterback. I think he'd do really well with, like, an Aaron Rodgers, with a Tom Brady. Those guys who know how to get hit their right. receivers the football. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just think Stafford's under so much pressure. I know that offensive line has all sorts of issues going on. Injuries, guys just not playing well. Yeah. Um, they're not able to run the ball at all. They gave like, that's just not something they've been able to do for the last two, three weeks, the Rams. So. Yeah. But Dallas, hey, you know, Dallas is doing what they got to do. I Their mean, defense. I'm just going to say this again. Micah Parsons is an absolute beast on that field. Um, that man literally lives rent-free in every team's backfield. Um, I've yet to see a week where he's not. I know he got a little banged up towards the end of the week, but he was still grinding all the way to the end. He's just an absolute baller. That's all I can say. What do I think about Jacoby next season? Josh, you missed that uh, talk earlier. I think um, he said, uh, Noam said, if, if when Watson comes back, they have to leave him in there. Um, they paid a lot of money for him, so they do have to ride that out. Unfortunately, where does that leave Jacoby Brissett putting up top 10 quarterback numbers while he's out? I think if Jacoby Brissett doesn't find himself a seat on that offense, then he's going to be walking uh, 100%. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett can get paid from somebody. I mean, I could see him end up like, ah, it's interesting. Does he end up with like a back with the Colts, you know? Um, he's been kind of going through quarterbacks one at a time. Does he end up with the Panthers maybe, you know, like – 
a quarterback that can Panthers bring stability. Might be a good fit for him. At McCaffrey, a place though. I think the Panthers are going to probably want to draft one of those young guys out of college. Um, but yeah, again, there's options for Brissett. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think his op. I think as long as he continues to play the way he's playing, um, he will get a job from someone. Yeah. Um, but I just don't know if he's. He's definitely not going to play over Deshaun Watson. You don't pay a guy $200 million to sit on the bench after he was suspended. If Deshaun Watson comes in and is completely terrible, has to be like one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, you might see Brissett come back. He's got to really Justin Fields up the place. You know what I mean? He's got to really... (laughs) Worse. Yeah, he's got to... Yeah. Um, So this game, Eagles-Cardinals. Eagles Eagles 5-0, like they should be. Hard, they are hard loss for the Cardinals here. They fought that missed hard. field goal right at the end. That is that is painful. They fought um, so hard for this loss. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, they battled. You know, like their defense was able to keep uh, Jalen Hurts under check for the most part. I mean, Hurts is just so he's he's different on the ground. I don't know how to explain it. He doesn't run like Cam Newton did. He's not like a Lamar Jackson. He's just like he gets moves the, the ball dirt. and's like I'm gonna run over you. Because it's he, like, oh my goodness, a quarterback's running at me? What do yeah. I do? He is one of the strongest quarterbacks. He he probably has the oh, legs. One of the strongest people yeah. in the NFL. Like he, he has the legs well easy. Um he has the legs of Saquon Barkley. You know what I mean? Like the strength his legs of legs. offensive linemen who are twice his size. That's you know? true. Like, he's he he is squatting like what his offensive linemen are. And it's it's pretty insane. Um and he does it with a smile. He's a he's a great guy. He really is. Yeah, he's charismatic. Um, I mean, I know I know his teammates talk so highly of him. I was watching some of the interviews. They just talk about how he's he, the work he put in over the summer. He's come back. He's yes. this, he's giving them this leadership that they kind of desperately were seeking on the offensive side of the football. Mm-hmm. I know they're getting it from uh, Kelsey, their tackle, but I think it's really coming now from Jalen Hurts, which like. A good, strong offense, your leader really should be your quarterback, right? That's 100%. the person the offense runs through. Um, obviously, you can have other guys on the offense that are leaders, but if when your quarterback is the guy that's that's leading that, that charge and being that true leader on the field, that's when your offense starts to click. That's when your team starts to click. And as we see, the Eagles still 5-0. and um, Yeah, hey, we'll see. Um, Joe Burrow really still struggling to find out who he is. Um... I, I don't want to some days I, I'm I'm really thinking that he is poised, composed, like he knows what he's doing, like stuff like that, you know, like I this weekend I just didn't see it in in, in him. Um I didn't even feel like he was actually present in some parts of the plays. Um same thing on the other side with uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, it was a very strange game for me. It's almost uh it felt like a um, Las Vegas game where like there was a lot of bets on the point spread or something because it was a very strange game. Yeah, I mean this was an interesting game. You know, you would have expected what I was thinking coming into this game was this was going to be like a Lamar Jackson like he wanted to show what he could do, right? He's in this contract year, which like I'm still astonished he's playing football and not holding out because um, we know how the Ravens so desperately need him. Um, Joe Burrow was all smiles after this game. Which makes it makes me think like uh, he was just kind of trying to stay healthy. Um, neither mm-hmm. team really wowed you. Both teams have offenses that can wow you, right. and neither one did. Um, Mark Andrews still just an absolute dominant force out there, and still Lamar's safety blanket. 
Lamar didn't really do too much running around. Um, I know he had about what, like, sixty yards on the ground. Um, but hey, it was a uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, it's a good game, good game all around. I know it wasn't super high scoring, but it was a lot better than the Thursday night game was. So yeah. Um, this game here, uh, it with Patrick Mahomes forgot how to throw the ball for the first um quarter. It was very nervous for me uh, having him as my uh, <laughs> as my uh quarterback in my fantasy league. I was like, what is going on right now? I I was so confused. And then he just turned it back on, like always. I, I, I'm so glad he did, you know, putting up four touchdowns, 300 yards. Um, a very good showing, though, by the Raiders. A scary showing by the Raiders, honestly. Yeah, I mean, the Raiders came out flying at the start. Like, in Arrowhead is a tough place to play. It gets loud. It's cold there. It is not an easy place to play. Those fans are well, those are good football fans. They know the game. They get loud. They get into the game. Um... Let's talk about how you so feel about like the, Hunter Renfrow getting four targets and how much all right, you so needed Hunt, that. Let's talk. Let's let me just have a little bit of a soapbox <laughs> moment here about my man Hunter Renfro. I came into this massive week um, with Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller needing to get me four point three points. Hunter Renfro, by some grace of a lord higher than us, has come down and gotten 4.5 points while Darren Waller was an absolute joke and didn't even really play. Um, my goodness, that was an intense game. But yeah. Devontae Adams was just on a different level. And then he assaulted someone. So that's not good. Wait, you don't want to assault people. Yeah, after that. the game, he was walking off the field and he pushed a cameraman over. So we, we'll it'll be interested to see how the league handles that. There will definitely be a fine coming Devontae's way. Mm. Um, who knows if there will be any other legal well, action. I just feel bad for Devontae. He, it's not his fault. The, for some of you, uh, hey, just so you know, we have like 20 people listen a week. Hey, whether that's my mom listening 15 times, who knows? Don't care. Um, w moms. W moms. Shout yeah. out mom. Shout out mom in the chat. No, I'm kidding. Um, so Devontae Adam is not his fault that he's on this team. Uh, during the offseason... Um, you know, you have, why did I just blank? You have Aaron Rodgers fighting the, all of NFL, whether or not, um, uh, you know, with a lot of different things. And then they did not know if he was coming back. He didn't show up for training. Um, he didn't show up for anything. He didn't talk to Devonte, and Devonte Adams says, if, Roger stays, I stay. It's coming down to the wire. Trade deadlines are coming. Still no word from Rogers, and he just took he took a, a deal for his future. You know what I mean? And I mean, I don't know if I'd say I feel bad for him. Hey, he made this choice. He went yeah. to L.A. And I mean, Josh, I don't think he's saying he feels bad for him in terms of what he did. I think definitely for sure he crossed the line. That's a terrible look for a professional athlete. Um, I wouldn't be surprised oh, no, if he gets uh, a suspension from the league. Yeah. No, I don't um, feel bad for him as far as, like, the... Yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't feel bad for him as far as what he did. Like, that's terrible. But I just feel bad for the trade. Like, how that particular thing with the... Why he's on that team. I think he came to a, a, a Las Vegas offense that, with 
a renewed, like a new head coach, offensively mm-hmm. minded, like should definitely get him open. He's been able to get open. I mean, like I know he had three receptions for what 120 yards, but yeah. how many times did they throw to him and he just drawed like 20 yards of pass interference? Right, like he was all over the place. Um, it was a huge force. Obviously, Josh Jacobs had an absolutely amazing game, uh, which helped open up that Devontae Adams. Right. Really unfortunate that. On that final play of the game, Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro run into each other. Because uh, I think Devontae had his guy beat. But yeah, I guess that's yeah. football for you. So Devontae's think... going to have to get himself checked in terms of like his, his emotional outburst there. Yeah. Um, I want to show you some, uh, some stuff here. Um, just some unique standing, some unique stats, just real quick here. So we're going to look at total offensive yards, right? So... Just offensive leaders. So passing yards per game. Well, total yards per game, obviously, we already know it's Buffalo Bills. Um, Hmm. Just because my man is throwing bombs. But the next total yards is the Chargers, which I was very surprised to see them there. I didn't, I don't know what, I I think it's... uh, they had a couple good games, but like, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention that much. And then yeah, could... well, I think the Chargers offensively are going through the air a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, their total yards per game is not second in the league. They're second in the league in passing yards per game. I think the Eagles are second That's in the league in total yards yeah. per game. But yeah, I mean, just like, I mean, obviously, when you have a guy like Justin Herbert, your offense is going to go through the air. Yeah. Austin Eckler is not like a true running back. Uh, he is more that like dual threat. So mm-hmm. you're mixing in a lot of your, your, your plays that end up in the hands of your backs are oftentimes through passes, not always through runs. So I think that's why you see them kind of up there, even though offensively yeah. they haven't been the team that everyone's expecting them to be. Um, but yeah, that's there. Yeah, and then we see, um, you see Cleveland up here, and it's not because um, they're throwing the ball a lot. It's because, it's because they're running the ball a lot. Yeah, their ground um, game has been has been stellar for the most part. I, I mean, think, Nick Chubb and Kareem yeah. Hunt, both both solid backs. Obviously, Chubb carrying most of the load this year. But, hey, I would never call Kareem Hunt a backup. I know that might offend some people. Um, he's, he's not he could a be a number yeah. one on a lot of teams. So He's tied for number one in, in on that team. You know, they're running almost two – look at this, 200 yards per game. Putting it on the ground. Yeah, that that's is, a lot. They're that moving is the ball. insane. And obviously the Giants are running the ball like crazy. But it was weird to see the Bears are up here. And I don't think it's that they're doing well up there. It's just that that's their only option. Um, they're I mean, in the... you, you look, yeah, I mean, you look down this list, you have a couple teams where, like, I think you got the Giants at 154, Falcons 166 are passing yards per game. Then you got the Bears at 116. Um, that shouldn't surprise anyone. Again, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think Justin Fields really is that guy. So Yeah, and then... Let's go into, uh, but I just wanted to show you that stuff here. And then defense here, um, I remember I was telling you that uh, yards allowed here. So let's redo this. Yards allowed. The game that happened last week, Seattle and Detroit, they have the most yards allowed from any team. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't surprise me in any way. And then, so that's that's what's happening. You got Geno just throwing bombs but his defense is just letting people in the end zone 
it's just a pretty... Yeah, I mean, I'm not even really surprised by any of these top five teams. Even, like, seeing no, a team not... like Baltimore up there, um, I think Baltimore's had... I mean, that Week 2 game against the Dolphins is obviously mm-hmm. a big impact for Baltimore. But like, their defense has not been what it should be. Let so. me show you the least amount of... Who do you think it is first? Least amount of yards. Um, couldn't tell you. The Patriots San might be up. No, actually, definitely the Patriots. Yeah, San Fran's been really good. I was going to say potentially like a... Uh, I was going to say like potentially the Eagles, but I guess they're, what are they, fourth right there? So, uh, yeah. I mean... It's it's definitely I don't even see the Patriots in the top ten, which actually doesn't surprise me. Patriots big bend but don't break team. Um, we give up tons of field goals, but we're not giving up the touchdowns if we're gonna avoid no. it. Um, obviously, this week was a huge week for the off mm-hmm. for the defense. Um, so it's gonna hope that yeah. might bo- boost some of that. But real strange to see Denver uh, in the top five, but I don't think they've placed a. Uh... No, I mean Denver's Denver's stuck in games because their defense has been playing so well. <laughs> that's true. Um, that's true. But their offense is terrible. So. <laughs> oh man! All right, should All we right. look at Should we look at this next week? Uh, yeah, let's look at our. our let me show you our. Uh... Let me see. Is it this one. Oh boy! Give me stand by. Did I even put it in here? I got a rolling cookie on my screen. This is this is it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is this is it. Doesn't have our faces yet, but hopefully they can hear yeah, us. Yeah, it's, it's uh, they can hear us. Uh, Why perfect. Is... Ah, look at that, twenty-two and ten. That'll be a record for Noam. Why? You know what? I really just hate that. I have to do this every time. Discord too. I should have just put. Oh, okay. I gotta do this every. Here we go. Huge gnome guy. Big gnome guy. Always. Um, I'll talk a little bit about um. Kind of some of my picks as we get going in this. Uh, you can see the graphic on the screen while we get get some of these. Set. I mean, so first of all, I'm I only got a two point lead against you. For the overall yes. Head, uh, pickums. Uh, same with head to head, and that's where the two wins come from. Um, wasn't a great week for me, uh, in terms of pickums, but Hey, I guess we'll bounce back up this upcoming week. Um, the first game I'm, I'm actually, I want to talk about this with you a little bit, um, as you get that started, but you, you go with the Chicago bears here as I'm going to take the Washington commanders. Talk me a little bit through your decision to go with the bears. Okay. So I'll tell you why I went with the commanders. So when I look at this list here, um, points four, when it comes to, Points for the Bears are bottom of the barrel here. Like, li- literally, yards per game, second to last. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but I just... I see it being a um, band-together uh, kind of game here. I, I, I don't really mm-hmm. see it being Defense. like a... a so, oh, well, let me see here. One more second. Defense rushing yards allowed. I think that's what I was looking at. Okay, so Washington allows like over a hundred something yards per game, but Detroit runs like that's all. That's their only option, really. Oh, Chicago, not Detroit, but yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Sorry, Chicago runs the ball. 
I just I just see I just see Washington not able to stop um Chicago running the ball. Because hmm. both teams are not that great. It's just really just like flipping a coin, honestly. So Yeah, I mean my thought process here is it's this is a big game that I think the commanders are gonna try to rally around. Um I think Ron Rivera is a coach that guys like to play for. Um and obviously they haven't had a lot of success, so he's kinda on that hot seat. Mm-hmm. So I know Carson Wentz spoke about it a little bit and how he, he admires uh, Rivera. So I think this is going to be a game. You see the commanders kind of come out and try to play and get a win for Ron. So that's well, that's where I'm coming from. You know, I'm using the heart, doing the yeah. emotional aspect of it. Yeah, well, You're going also, with stats and stuff. Well, stats and also they're in my division. So, uh, that's and fair. That's valid. I want the, I, anybody in my – You want them to lose. I just want them to lose. They're no threat to you. I can tell you that much. Yeah, even though I have the Eagles to deal with later on in life, but – Right now, Washington and Cowboys just need to lose everything. So, yeah. so we got uh, San Fran at Atlanta. Easy dub. Um, I think this is a big win for San Francisco. I don't think Atlanta's really shown me much, unless Kyle Pitts somehow emerges as a actual person again. Um, I have San Francisco winning this game. They've been dominating mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball the last couple weeks. So, this is going to be an interesting game here. Uh, Josh is going to hate you if. I mean, New England over Cleveland, England uh, it's a pretty easy pick. Yeah, uh, I don't you think You saw so. a New England team shut out the number one offense in the league. Number the one Lions. offense, but also the worst defense. The um, worst Zappy, defense. Zappy, Fe- Zappy Fever is here. Dude, you um, can't just say number one Bailey offense. Zappy is here. The Zap man. <laughs> Zappity do. Zapping the ball around the field. He's, he's here. He's ready. He's going to get zapped in his ass. Roger Stevenson is going to run through Miles Garrett. Not around him, but through him. Let's look at this. Um, Passing yards allowed per game. 211 by the Patriots. Pretty good. Same for the Browns. 215 passing yards allowed. What, what's your, what are the... Let's see what the uh, Patriots are allowing for... I think the Patriots have the better defense for sure. They are allowing 128 rushing yards, while the Browns are allowing one... 38, so very even defensive plays. Oh, for sure, even defensively. We'll see how it, what happens offensively. We'll see. Right, so you're playing um, a real I'm, team. I'm, I'm That's just, what's I'm, happening. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not taking – I'm not. it's not a home – it's not a homer pick. This is a game that the Patriots are going to win. No. Uh, it's not It's not a homer pick a, in any this is way. the title of this show. This is a very biased pick. In my I'm, but I'm, this is an unbiased pick. This is just a well, well-thought-out pick. You know, this is taking the better oh, football man. team here. They'll be screaming Nick Chum in my nightmares? No, no chance. No chance. Wow. All right, Green That's... Bay beats the Jets. This We both have Green Bay being the Jets. I think we're both waiting for Aaron Rodgers to kind of show up and, and be yeah, that guy. I hope I'm in right Lambeau, on that. I think they should beat the Jets, but I hope I'm right hey, on the that, Jets but... have looked pretty yeah. solid the last two weeks. Yeah, same. In, in this next game, it's a must win. Obviously, we both picked them. Must win. I mean, it's happen. a must-win for the Colts too, though, right? Like Jacksonville mm. versus the Colts. I think Jonathan Taylor is supposed to be out again this week, mm. if I'm not mistaken. If he's out again, it's an. I think this should be an easy win for the Jaguars, though. Like they started to take a little bit of a step back from where they started. Yeah. So. Next game, Minnesota against a defeated heart of a team. Until Tua I'm, comes back, yeah, I, I mean, don't see. I don't know. Is, is if Tua is back this week? I mean, that kind of makes me want to change my pick, but I don't think he's gonna be, he's back. Gonna be back. I haven't heard he not is. Not with people so. just going out like left and right. Skyler Thompson week. at quarterback. Yeah, I'm taking Vikings. Um, next game you have Burrows 
I'm I'm putting faith up. in Burrow to put points up against this New Orleans defense that mm. has not been consistent. Um, I know they have a good defense. I think Lattimore is hurt. Um, but, dude, the New Orleans defense has not looked good, and I just don't trust their offense genuinely. I know they put up points, but they played they play Seattle. Kamara's back. I, mean, I don't think Kamara's Seattle back. can stop a nosebleed. So. Kamara's back. You know what I mean? Seattle can't stop a nosebleed. Seattle pushed. Seattle was letting everybody in the end zone. Um, yeah, it's just it's not even it's a good I not mean, a good look. They let Tyson Hill throw a touchdown, so twenty yard and touchdown. run for three. Like, how do you do that? Hey yo, he threw a twenty yard touchdown. Like, oh my yeah, god, yeah, and ran for three. He had like a sixty yard run. Golly, um, all right, I got New Orleans got, over uh, Seattle. Got, all right, so this is a that. homer pick, easy. You you taking the Giants over Baltimore, but all right, this is a home run pick. What? It's a homer pick. It's gonna be Baltimore's point in this game. No, this is gonna be. Well, this is a extremely must-win division everything matchup for New York. They not even close to division matchup. It's out of division. Not division matchup. I mean, like it. They need this for long term. Like they need this stuff. If they don't get this one, I don't see them even getting near a um a wild card chance with. The Cowboys doing as well as they are. It's very annoying yeah. the Cowboys hey, are doing well. I mean, if they want to keep pace with the Cowboys, yes, this is a must-win for the Giants, for sure. Yeah. But I think Lamar has a bounce-back game. I think he has a good game. It should be a high-scoring game, but I think the, the Ravens edge them. Yeah. The next um, pick here. I think Tampa Bay should handle Pittsburgh easily. Just, I think Tampa Bay's – I don't know if it's going to be necessarily a high-scoring game. I think put, Tampa Bay's defense will make Kenny Pickett. Does, not do you football. have uh, – I think if you – Giants are fake – Josh, you're about to get banned. Watch. Um, uh, do you even put um, Tom Brady in the game? 100%. What do you mean? Like, no, you've got you to play probably, Tom. Yeah. You could probably sit him like uh, in the no, second no, no, no. half. You, like, no, you don't You do not do that. You. I mean, if you take a big lead, I just don't think Tampa Bay's he could go offensively have fun with like, family all put weekend, together yet. You know so I, mean? I think I think Tampa Bay's going to have to have a big game here. This should be their coming out game. This should be the game where they show show what they can what they can do. Yeah, next game, I, I think we might want to change our pick here. Um, I, no, I'm, I mean, I'm confident with this pick just because Matt Rule's gone. Um, new head coach, week mm. one. It's a, it's PJ Walker at quarterback. I'm confident the Rams can win this game. Yeah. If the Rams lose this game, I, I would be so angry if I was a Rams fan. Yes. Can't be a Super Bowl champion and be losing to the Carolina Panthers next year. Next one. Oh, Sam Darnold's still hurt. So and Baker's oh. Baker's out with a high ankle sprain. So they're both gone. Mm. It's PJ Walker time. So next one here. I think that Kyler he gets the most points he's ever had. He gets the most yards ever because he's getting. Well, they should they should destroy Seattle. They should yeah. run all through. I hope James Conner has a massive game. This is just yeah. runs all. Is he on your Seattle. fantasy team? Is that why? Yes, okay. but also because I think James Conner needs a big game. You take Seattle here. Josh just likes Josh, taking the uh, the dogs, he, big dog guy. Uh, I mean, honestly, shouts out Josh. Just got himself a new bulldog puppy, so obviously big dog puppy. guy. Likes to take the underdogs. I see. Yes. It all makes sense now. It makes sense. Right. Next game here. Uh, I, don't, I don't honestly know. I just – This is kind of a toss-up. I mean, yeah. I went with Kansas City. I like – Again, I'm a I like Kansas City at home. Mm. Um, I think Buffalo is yeah. a little hurt on defense. Mm-hmm. And while they had a great game last week against Pittsburgh, that's Pittsburgh. This is now Kansas City. This is a mm-hmm. very legitimate offense. This is a very legitimate quarterback with 
decent receivers, obviously with Kelsey on the field. They got a good running game. I think this should this should be a close game, but I have Kansas City beating beating Buffalo here. Yeah, this this uh, I have Buffalo winning just just because something weird happens to um, to Patty whenever he goes against like powerful teams, like and, and people he's scared of. He, he gets into. I don't know. He seemed to do pretty good in the. Uh the uh afc championship game last year so yeah that's true but like right now he's not it's not going well for him tampa bay game like around against tampa bay game last week like i just yeah i mean i think they're still figuring it out but yeah but the buffalo is a very very good defense if Mm. if patrick they're a little they're a little banged up on defense right now yeah they are a little banged up but they just well that's not saying much never mind i can't say they destroyed um their last team because it's not even fair I mean, they did 30, 33 to thirty, or thirty three to three is definitely like a, a good win. Yeah, um, it's definitely domination. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think I put I got, Kansas City and Pittsburgh even in the same country. Yeah, placing them on a map. So, uh, what, what is 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 Josh watch football? Josh is a big dog guy. We talked, we talked about this, but I got, I got the Eagles here in the Sunday night football game against Dallas. I think. Yeah. Cooper Rush's Cooper Rush's reign of winning yeah. as a starter is over. Um, I you... think the Eagles improved to six and zero in in Philadelphia. Obviously, like think about it this way, right? It's in Philly. We got the the blood flowing from the yeah. the NL, NLDS. You know, the Phillies are playing the Braves. Mm-hmm. A lot of emotions in the city of Philadelphia. The fans yeah. are going to be sure ready. They're going to be ready for this one. Go downtown Sunday night under the lights. It's going to be. It's probably going to be cold. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a big game for Philadelphia here and I think they're gonna beat Dallas right. in a in a thriller. Go downtown, get you a wit whiz, hold the onions. You know, if you know what that is, your W. But oh, and, yeah. And then I think okay, so if you look at last week's stats, Cooper Rush didn't do anything really, you know. I mean, but uh, he doesn't have to. He's utilizing yeah. his his team, he's using their the strength, he's, they're the running game, the football. Really. Yeah. The defense is playing really good. Defense, um, I think they're definitely going to get yeah. some trouble for the Eagles, but I think it's going to be a Dallas Eagles defense is going to have a big awakening when they see this Eagles mm-hmm. offense because Jalen Hurts is different, built different this year. Like he was taken apart and put back together by a mad scientist over the offseason. I'm convinced that's true. You can't tell me it's not because he's built different this year. For sure. Next one. The, uh, you got to see the the Chargers got to I mean I think this is a must win for Denver but I just don't think they beat yeah. the Chargers in LA. No. Um I need the Chargers to continue to grow offensively. Uh, they need to get back to that form they were in last mm-hmm. year and I just don't think Denver's it. I don't know what's going on with Russell. Um their running back core is depleted. Melvin Gordon's not really that guy. No. Um Russell just has not really really been able to find rhythm with his receivers. Um so I think the Chargers take this game. Yeah, and and we have four teams on buys, um, and this puts us at we have, for the first time we have five head to heads here. We've had four and four in the past, um, so this can be very interesting how this plays out. Um, we could see, you know, me soar past your lead here because you have a weird pick of New England winning against Cleveland, but that's know, an easy win, yeah. I mean, well, I guess I should probably go to New England because if Josh thinks, because right now everything Josh is saying sounds really wrong to me. So I feel like I need to 
go opposite of what Josh thinks. Trust your gut. Always trust your gut. Yeah, I know. But he did pick Seattle over Arizona. I'm just very confused about that. So, I think that uh, that wraps up another week from us. Next week, uh, we're going to get into our power rankings uh, oh, six yes. weeks into the NFL season. So we'll have our 1 through 30 complete list power rankings. We'll go through each team, kind of talk about their strengths, weaknesses, where they might be able to improve. Um, it's going to be interesting, especially after especially after uh, this first round of buys. You know, who needs to kick it up? Who, um, yeah, 